0: Good morning, everyone. I'm R. W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Today is the 29th of June, the 181st day of this leap year of 2020, with 185 days remaining until 2021. In other words, we're about halfway through this year. Toward the end of last week, the number of confirmed COVID-19 cases worldwide was nearly 9.7 million, an increase of over 1 million since the week before. The number of confirmed cases in the United States near the end of this past week was over 2.4 million, an increase of more than 200,000 cases since the week before. In second place again was Brazil, with over 1.2 million confirmed cases. In third place again was Russia, with over 620,000 confirmed cases. India again was in fourth place, with nearly 491,000 confirmed cases followed closely again by the UK in fifth place with almost 310,000 confirmed cases. Peru and Chile were in sixth and seventh places respectively, each with over a quarter million cases. The number of deaths globally by this past Friday was nearing 490,000, up over 35,000 from the previous week, an increase somewhat similar to that from the week before. Thus, this past week, 5,000 people daily died from the coronavirus worldwide. This past Friday, confirmed COVID-19 deaths in the United States totaled nearly 124,500, up more than 6,000 deaths from the previous week. In other words, nationwide, COVID-19 this past week killed more than 850 United States citizens per day. That means the fatality rate has increased from that of the week before by 200 citizens per day. We remain the number one spot for coronavirus deaths on the planet, with Brazil again in second place, having nearly 55,000 deaths, and the UK again in third place at almost 43,500 deaths. Italy in fourth place this past week has a death toll of almost 34,700. Tonight at 9:09 p.m. we will have the second lunar perigee for June. When the moon in its orbit swings closest to Earth, perigee occurs, and in 2020 we have a total of 13 lunar perigees, June having 2 of them. The other one happened on June 3rd. Another astronomical item of interest today is George Ellery Hale's birthday back in 1868. At age 24, Hale had already designed and created the first of what would become the four biggest telescopes in the world, starting with the 40-inch refractor at Yerkes in Williams Bay, Wisconsin, and ending with his 200-inch reflector at Palomar in San Diego County, California. Today in 1613 in London, England, the Globe Theater burned down during a production of William Shakespeare's Henry VIII. A misdirected cannon shot, setting the theatre's thatched roof ablaze, has been theorized as the cause of the fire. The theater, which had been built 14 years earlier by a company of actors called Lord Chamberlain's Men, and included Shakespeare, was sited on the south bank of the River Thames in the London suburb of Southwark. After the fire, the theater had been rebuilt, but eventually pulled down in 1644 during the era of the Puritans banning all theaters. Some of us might remember the joke that one of the greatest fears of the Puritans was that someone, somewhere, was having a good time. Today in 1900 in Lyon, France, Antoine de saint Exupery was born, to a father who was an ordinary villager, and to a mother who came from an impoverished line of aristocrats. Antoine had an adventurous nature, spending hours watching pilots flying their airplanes at a nearby airport. Soon he was training as a pilot and getting in on pioneering air routes that would connect distant parts of the world. These were dangerous efforts that included far-flung regions in Africa and South America, Saint-Exupéry flew the Toulouse-Casablanca run, ran an airfield in West Africa, established a route between Brazil and the southern tip of Argentina, and flew the mail across the Sahara. Ironically, while the world was experiencing a great financial depression, enough wealthy individuals with a sense of adventure were helping to develop a golden age of aviation, which of course has to have races. In 1935, while attempting to set a Paris to Saigon record, saint crashed in the desert, nearly dying of thirst before being rescued by passing Arabs. In his marvelously lyrical accounts titled Night Flight and Wind, Sand, and Stars, Saint-Exubery presents us with his indomitable sense of wonder, easily setting the stage for his best-remembered work, Le Petit Prince, or the Little Prince. He disappeared during a reconnaissance flight over the Mediterranean in 1944. Today in 1956, President Dwight D. Eisenhower signed the Federal Aid Highway Act for the construction of 41,000 miles of interstate highways over a 20-year period the largest public works project ever undertaken, in which 90% of the construction costs for each highway were paid from the federal budget and 10% from the local state budget. Today, in 1974, Isabel Perón was sworn in as acting president of Argentina, having been summoned home from a European trade mission the day before, when her husband Juan Perón had a series of heart attacks. I was toying with the idea of having the follow-up tune today be Madonna doing Don't Cry For Me Argentina, but my girlfriend made me choose something else. Today is also the birthday in 1901 of Nelson Eddy, in 1915 of Ruth Warwick, in 1919 of Slim Pickens, in 1941 of Stokely Carmichael, in 1944 of Gary Busey in 1967 of Melora Hardin, and in 1979 of Charlemagne the God. Each week as we move along through the ranks of this invisible enemy, known as COVID-19, a few things attract my attention in the causal chain. This past Friday, a local newspaper headline announced that here in the U.S., 31 states showed significant increases in confirmed COVID-19 cases. The day before, On the PBS NewsHour, a survey mentioned that wearing no mask, an 84% increase in the number of confirmed coronavirus cases was found. And wearing a mask, a 25% decrease in cases was found. And finally, data is currently emerging that because of increased communal activities among teens and young adults, the median age of confirmed COVID-19 is dropping. In other words, the number of young victims of this infection is increasing. Everyone needs to ramp up his and her situational awareness game. From Orono, Maine, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Here's to the second week of summer 2020 and an enjoyable 4th of July on Saturday.